What's up, chat? Happy Thursday. Uh, we're back, fluent and chill, but no fluent tonight. So it's just gonna be me and Jay. Sorry to disappoint you guys, but Jay, how you doing? Running good, man. Running good. We uh, we got a, we got a lot of stuff going on, H. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of wow stuff. Like yeah. normally when we come on here, right? We talk basketball. We talk yeah. about the top ten. We talk about how good this team is, how bad this team is. We got a lot of nonsense going on, H. That we gotta that that, that we gotta get to the bottom of, and it's it's what makes the season great, but. Right. It's also like, come on, fellas, what y'all doing? It's a drama. Like, yeah. it's, it's all drama and it's unnecessary drama. Yes. And obviously, I think the most recent thing would be the, the Giannis incident. And I want to hear your take on this because it seems so unnecessary. And I've heard a couple of people's like NBA players takes on this mm -hmm. and, and they broke it down. But having played, having, you know, been in environments like this and I, I think it was 64-point career-high game ball mm -hmm. for Giannis, right? Yep. And basically, the Pacers, and, and, and this is coming off a bit of an in-season beef where the Pacers were able to beat the Bucs um, mm -hmm. in a high-stakes game. So I don't know if this is just residual kind of beef, which I like mm -hmm. it. Hey, I love to see the Pacers in a beef. It, it's good mm -hmm. to see. It's good for the, good for the league in general. But uh, they ended up giving the ball to their rookie who scored one point they're his first point and uh and then the rest unraveled so kind of break it down for me and whose side are you on in this whole thing well i want to start h by with this game how big a deal the in-season tournament is because with the in-season tournament and with that how competitive that is right that magnifies what's going on between milwaukee and indiana number one they in the same division number two this could be playoff implications. We might, right. we could very well see this team in the playoffs. Number three, they play again in less than a month. So Ooh, this okay. is really, yeah, this is really good for the league, to be honest with you. In in yeah. terms of competitive banter, now I don't like dirty H. Right. I like I, I like chippy. There's a difference between chippy and dirty. Yeah. Chippy is competitive. There's a little bit of pushing. There's some smack talk. That's part of the game, right? And I think that's what's going on between Indiana and Milwaukee and. What the in-season tournament did was it brought back rivalries. It's bringing them back slowly but surely. And this could be this could be something for the future. I'm definitely right. digging that. Now, as far as Giannis doing what he did, number one, it was in our building. I mm -hmm. want to start there. It wasn't right. like this was on the road or if this was at some remote place. No, this was in our building. That's number one. Number two, the record was broken. The record mm -hmm. was broken. The team record from Michael Red. It was Jabal and Mike, Michael Red broke Jabal's record, and then Giannis broke Michael Red's record. Right. So with that being said, this is significant for the franchise, right? For me to be able to say that I'm the all-time leading scorer in a game in Milwaukee Bucks history, and I did it on our home floor. Yeah. I did it on our home floor. This is a big deal, and I want the game ball. Yes, absolutely. He gets the game ball. I'm sorry, the coach gets the game ball. Somehow... The assistant coach from Indiana, let me let me let me let me backtrack, H. The mm -hmm. assistant coach from Milwaukee gets the game ball. So he's got the game ball. Then somehow the assistant coach from the Indiana Pacers ended up with the game ball. Giannis is telling him, yo, we need that ball. And apparently there were some words between him and Giannis. And the words look to me like, I'm not giving you this ball. Not only am I not giving you this ball, get out of my face. And yeah. he's essentially walked away. Well, okay, well, first of all, number one, it's South Building. You ain't talking to me like that. That's number one. Number two, a record was set. You think we care about a rookie 
who didn't score his who scored his first bucket. He scored his first bucket. We didn't know on his name. Road. We didn't know I, his name. I bet I know, the teaser fans didn't even know his name. I, I I know I know who Oscar Swebe is. I do. He's all he was awesome at the University of Kentucky, led the country in rebounding 100 percent He was Uh-oh. fantastic. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Well, Tony well. Tone is in the house. <laughs> okay. Tony Tone is in the house. I wasn't sure if he was gonna make it. I might not be here. If you only here for a couple of minutes, Tone, that's fine. That, that that's, I, might that's, not, I might not be here for long. And yes, that's, it is an AI background. That, like that, you don't need to that, see my office. You don't that, need that's to cool. see that, that, that's, that's cool if you only here for a couple of minutes. But yeah. anyway, H, it was something that was unnecessary. And mm-hmm. it looked bad for the league. It was just bad timing on Giannis's part because <laughs> yeah. of what's, what's already going on with Draymond. Well, that just yeah, makes and Isaiah worse. Stewart, you saw that being yes. that. We'll get into yes. that, but like, yeah, what is in the water? It's just wild. It, it just makes it, it, it makes it worse. And even though Giannis does not have a history of anything like that, the fact that he's running down the tunnel and we got a skirmish, like we got all, we, we got executives, we got the team. And apparently one of the general managers was bowed in the ribs and got bruised ribs. Oh, so yes, wow. one, one, of, one of the general managers. Okay. So, I mean, we had a dust up and yeah. all of this happened because of Giannis. Right. And yeah. it was something that could it, it was something that could have been squashed. But it was just ter- it's terrible timing. It is. It's terrible timing. And it just looks bad for the league right now in terms of stuff like this. I think the product is great. The product is fantastic, and we all know that the product is great. But when you have stuff like this, Adam Silver is trying to get a—he's trying to get a handle on it. Yes, and and I just feel as though things are getting more and more unhinged as we speak. Like first the Draymond thing, then Isaiah Stewart. Obviously, we're having this. We're having refs just insane calls all the, all over the place. But fluent from from which side are you coming from in the Giannis Pacers incident last night? I'm coming from every side. Okay. Because everybody was wrong. So let me ask a question. What, what was the what was the record before Giannis was sixty four? It was Michael Red. He he, uh, he dropped fifty seven. I thought it was Jabal who dropped fifty eight. I, I, I thought it was Jabal who dropped fifty eight, but it was okay. Michael Red. So fifty. So fifty seven. So at fifty eight, fifty nine, they knew what was happening. It's in your building, right? You have assistants. You have scorekeepers. You have people there to say, hey. It is now a historic night. Every point he scores after 57 is a record. Let's make sure in our building, when this game ends, we secure that ball and we give it to Giannis. So that's strike one. Mm-hmm. Strike two, of course, is Giannis acting a complete fool after the game because where's the ball? Where's the ball? Dude, relax. Relax. You have, again, a million people to ask, where's the ball? Oh, we gave it to this rookie. It was his first point scored, whatever the case may be, whatever it is. You can have a conversation. You don't need to act like a madman. You go to the rookie, you go to the, um, what's, I mean, no team they were playing. You go to whatever team they were playing. Indiana. Yo, Indiana, Indiana. Yo, here's the situation. Now, they might be difficult, but I don't think they will when they realize that like, we're all basketball fans, especially the guys playing. So it would be like, okay, hey, listen, it's a big deal for this kid, but it's a bigger deal for Giannis, who just broke this this franchise, this historic franchise, their all-time uh, record for scoring points in a night. So cool. We're going to give it to them. 
hey, you know what? Let's throw the kid a little bit of money. I said this earlier on the panel. I was driving to work and I was enraged. Unfortunately, my mic wasn't working so people couldn't hear me. But I'm like, throw the kid a little bit of money. We're like, yo, it's a big day for you. Appreciate it. Giannis is going to throw you a pair of Stein sneakers because I bet for him it's probably a big deal still. Right? He's on a rookie deal, I think. And there you go. Now everybody's happy. But what did you do? Well, the organization dropped the ball. The stadium people dropped the ball. Giannis dropped the ball. And now it's this big embarrassing moment. Like it's a black stain on on the game that should have been. We should be celebrating. We should be saying, damn, Giannis just broke this record. And, you know, that's what we should be talking about today or other things. Not this. But the difference with that, though, Tone, is that game wasn't against Minnesota. It wasn't against the Brooklyn Nets. I, we I had something. Some... We got something brewing here with, with between these two dudes. It's bad enough that they lost in the in-season tournament championship game. Oh, I'm sorry, in, 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 the, in the semifinals game. These two teams are division foes. We're in the same division. So because we're in the same division, now these games are playoff implicators. Not only are they playoff implicators, Tone, this is a budding rivalry that later on we could possibly see each other in the playoffs. We see this thing going on between Dame and Halliburton. We see this thing going on now between Giannis and, 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 and Miles Turner, where Giannis just destroyed him. Giannis absolutely destroyed him, which Anthony Davis opened up the door to that thing. And I said it a couple of days ago that this is absolutely what you need to do to Indiana. That big fella that they have in the middle, go after him. Go after him. No, but, no, let's be clear. Let's be clear. This isn't a rivalry yet. Not yet. Because before it can be a rivalry, you have to win. Right. Pacers haven't won yet. I don't necessarily mean a, a, a rivalry in terms of, of, of championships, but now we're talking about two teams that are really competitive and it could get chippy. It gets chippy, kind of like what now we would love to see the the Knicks in, in Miami. I mean, none of those teams had won a championship at that point, but there was a rivalry going on there. Same thing with the Bulls and the Knicks. The Bulls and the Knicks, the Bulls hadn't won a championship yet, but there was a rivalry between those two teams. So because of that, I mean, I think we got something brewing here. So I don't think it's as as simple tone as, hey, man, listen, here go $500,000, here go $200,000, here go $25,000. Let me hold that ball and, uh, and, and, a, and a pair of signed sneakers. Because I think that this thing between these two guys, I don't think that this these two teams, I don't think that there's good blood there. I don't think it's genuine competition. I genuinely think that there's some some real animosity brewing between these two teams. And that's, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but I, I agree with you where you said fluent and you did too, Jay, you said the, the assistant coach for the Bucks should have, that was his job. Like go grab that ball and get it done. But again, this is all like materialist. It's a ball. And I think it has a far more value to Giannis than in this franchise at home. Like if we were in Indiana, maybe I could see it from a different perspective, but like the Pacers were just getting up in Giannis's face, but Giannis was also someone so childish the way he handled it was definitely full of emotion running tearing down that tunnel um with the nasus having to go and anybody who says the nasus like is only there because of Giannis, sure i can get on board with that but he's also there for a reason like Giannis needs his brother so um hey, i think that coach said something to him i think he said something foul to him because Giannis isn't like that we don't we don't we don't see Giannis like i don't that know he's kind of changing though don't get me wrong, Tony. I've seen I've seen him stand up for himself, but yeah. that right there, I have not yeah. seen anything like that with Giannis. And I, like I think it. that coach says something to him, yeah. and I think it set him off. Yeah, where he ended up tearing down the hallway. 
and and going after him. So yeah. with that being said, I mean, I, like I said, I, I like what's going on here, H. I do. Me too. I, I'm I'm for it. Fluent, before you go, um, we have a super chat for you. Um, so I want to make sure we get this in. Double P said, if Fluent has time, I want to hear him talk about Rogers returning 1224. The math ain't right. No longer oh, is it the Jets oh. doing it for moral uplifting. No. Listen. Uh, we always we talked about it, right? Like he didn't tear anything. There's no way he could be coming back that quickly. <laughs> be clear. So that being said, we've already established that. Let's get over that. Uh, I figured I'd pick something a little more suited suitable to me. That other one looked a little old school, so I needed this. Is, this is more my. This is my, oh my, oh, my oh didn't even this, notice. Right oh more, more, yeah yeah. Um, so so the thing is. If they're in contention and Rodgers is 90%, go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it because at the end of the day, Rodgers at 90% is 100% better than their options, right? 100% better than Zach Wilson, 100% better than I don't even know the other guy, and probably 100% better than the two of them combined. So if he feels up to it, he doesn't have a lot of time. He doesn't have a lot of years left. Let's be honest. So if he is healthy, if he's medically cleared, he knows his body at this point. At that age, you know your body, right? You know your body. So if that, if he feels comfortable coming back and they're in contention, look, if they're out of the playoffs, go do your rehab, come back next season, because it might be your last or second last season. But if they're in playoff contention, in, in now what seems to be a very winnable AFC, we thought the AFC was going to be this juggernaut and KC's beatable. The Bills are beatable. Baltimore's beatable. Like, there isn't a team that you're just like, these guys are going to, like, the last three years, it was like, yo, you're going through KC, good luck. Well, who's who in the AFC are you saying it's a lock that they're going no to the Super Bowl? No you're not. No so if you have a chance with that defense and those running backs that aren't being utilized and Garrett Wilson and, like, everything that the Jets have right now, you're in, go go for it. Go for it. What? You might not get a better chance. Don't forget, this is a guy who's been a five-time MVP and been to the Super Bowl once. One time. Right. With that being said, though, Tom, we're talking about – he's almost – We're also talking about a guy who's almost 40 years old, Tom, coming off an Achilles injury. I mean, how effective could he possibly be? Achilles injury. No. Uh, right. Achilles. How, how effective could he possibly be, Tom? More, more effective than Zach Wilson. And more effective than he'll be next year. He's just going to be older with an Achilles injury next year. But he'll be healthy at least. I mean, he won't have this, this Achilles injury. I mean, that's not something to play with. So, and there's a reason why he's been out four months. Yeah. There's a reason why he's, he's been out four months. And he's, and he's like I said, he's 40 years old. He's almost 40 years old. And oh, hi. he looks it. He absolutely looks it. So the I fact hate. that he looks it, I mean, we're talking about a guy in Aaron Rodgers who's been awesome, but he's on the decline. I mean, he's not Aaron Rodgers of old. So coming I've back been, to I've been awesome. I've been awesome. I'm on the decline, but I still look good. And I'm joining the NBA draft. Like, it, you take those chances. <laughs> I, okay, so Jay, if you're if you're the Jets, and let's say Aaron Rodgers is seventy percent, but he's willing, he's like, let me get out there, I want to go. You're not doing it. You think he's you think he's ninety percent no. after four months? No way. No. I think seventy would be. I watched Jerry Rice. At least eighty. At least I 80. watched. 
I watched Jerry Rice tears ACL, come back four months later, and then tear it again. No, I'm not trying to hear that. You got to get correct. I'm not trying to hear that. And especially, we're we talking about an older guy in Aaron Rodgers who has not played football in four months. And we're just going to throw him back in the lineup. Tom, what is this, the rec league? No, this is pros. But that again, scheme. What kind of football shape is this guy in? It's not like this guy in, in four months, okay, he's back to football. So he just started throwing. He hasn't ran. We don't know what kind of shape he's in. We don't know if he can still throw like that and on the move. I'm not. I'm not putting him in that position. No. But I. I think that. Let me, the, let me say this. Let me say this. In the immortal words of Ivan Drago, "If he dies, he dies." <laughs> I'm still pissed about that, Tom. I got. I'm I got no love for Aaron Rodgers, bro. I'm, so I'm still gonna... pissed about yeah. that too. Yeah. Tom. I just want to make sure we clear. And I'm still pissed about that, Rocky. I can't believe you let Apollo Creed get killed like that. I can't believe that. Um, have you guys? Did you guys talk about? I know it was a couple minutes late. Did Did, did you guys talk about? Um. um Dennis, uh, Dennis Rodman. <laughs> Dream on. I said no. Dennis Rodman. When you showed up, Tom, we, we when you showed up, we literally had just gotten on not too long ago. Oh, oh okay, okay. Yeah, so because I was trying, I was trying the real the real reason I was trying to get on the panel this morning, unfortunately I was driving, was because that's what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Because All right. All right. how insane, insane is it that Joe Dumars, mm -hmm. who mm -hmm. built his legacy on a team. That would punch, clothesline, undercut, kick, uh, choke people. That's how they made their 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 two title runs. Is saying, oh, there's something seriously wrong with Draymond Green. He needs to get help. He needs to get better before he comes back to the NBA. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Joe Dumars is saying that. Okay, hold like on. Dennis Rodman getting mad that someone wore a dress. Wait a minute, Tom. Because I'm affiliated with it, that. Then actually, Joe D was Joe D was actually the nicest of all of these guys. Do you remember Joe Dumas' tone? He's winning. I, he's I, winning. He's winning Sportsman of the Year. That's who that dude was. It just so happens that I'm with these dudes, and I can't go against them. Joe Dumas is absolutely the reason why I was watching the Bad Boys. I couldn't stand them dudes with every fiber of my being tone. In fact, I had to tell people. I had to tell people. I had to quietly say that. I like Joe Dumas. I'm a big time Joe Dumas fan. I couldn't stand <laughs> watching. I, I couldn't so stand me, watching. Okay, okay, But I love Joe Dumas. Listen, he rolled with them. So let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Uh, have you ever heard the saying, "Blood is thicker than water"? Blood is thicker than water. Yes, it is. Okay. It, it, do you know that you you probably use that saying wrong every single time? Why so? So tell me what "blood is thicker than water" means to you. Blood is thicker than water. We family. Somebody that I just met, somebody that I'm cool with, is not gonna overlap somebody that I'm family with. That's you blood, and that yeah. never goes away. And you're wrong. So because the actual saying, go if you're the actual saying, if you go look it up, is the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. That's the actual saying. The blood of the covenant. I'll say it again. The blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. Meaning. The people you choose in life, your covenant, that bond is thicker than the water of the womb, than family. So Joe Dumars oh. chose to be a bad boy piston, and that is thicker than the water of the womb, and therefore he is the company that he keeps. So I don't care how nice he was. He rolled with them. He is them. Guilty by association. 
So first of all, Joe that being not, said, Draymond's he, insane, but you can't you can't suspend the guy indefinitely and say because I, I I was listening to him this morning until he gets some help until he gets better. That is some woke mm-hmm. ass nonsense about going to therapy and oh, making a Toad, you are a corporate guy. Toad, you are the corporate guy. You know how this works. The indefinite, yeah. the, the indefinite, the indefinite term. First of all, that gives us an out with the union because we, if we go forty games, we go forty-five games. Here come the union. Wait a minute, that's too much. If we say indefinitely, that means well, we don't know when it's going to be. But this is our idea, Draymond. Let's get you some counseling. That's our out. As opposed to we're going to suspend you for fifty games. Here comes yeah. the union. That's too much. Well, we're gonna spin. We're gonna suspend you indefinitely, which means, and anybody who's had a job knows this, suspend you indefinitely means pending termination. So we're gonna give you the out tone to go. Okay, you got to go get some help. If this does not work, you could be looking at the door. You how, much is, how, much at is, the door. how much is? How much is? If anybody else punches someone, how long is the suspension? It depends on who does it. Maybe. Let's be clear about one thing, Tone. This That's is not a problem right there. Right. This is this, this is not first, this, right. first time offender. Okay. First time offender. How many right. how many games? Gamer two games? games? Yeah. Two games. Not, not, so I don't know if it's two guys. I think it's more than that. So depending on like what but like if we're talking about a guy like taking a swing at a guy, or we talking about a guy just he just swung wildly, right? Make contact. One or two. One or two. No one's one done two. that though. Okay. Not even Draymond. One or two. Okay, so let's, let's say it's two games. Let's say it's two games. Give it the higher end. It's two games. Right. So this is his 10th offense. That's 20 games. There you go. Done. I don't care if he gets therapy or not. On our court, you won't do it. There's your 20 games. Hard line. That's it. Indefinite. Like, he could come back in five. He could he could pull a job around and say, I went and saw my therapist, and I feel a lot better now. Exactly like John did. He that's what's going to happen. I know that's what's going to happen. Indefinite is a cop-out. A indefinite is a cop-out. It's not a it's good thing. It's a cop-out. It's the difference with that, Totone. The difference with that is if we see this again, we're not going to see a 25-game suspension. No. You're, you're not going to see that. That's why indefinite works. Because if we see this again, if we see something like – first of all, Draymond already skating on thin ice. Yeah. So if we see something like this again, we could be looking at a season. His career could be over. Mm-hmm. We could yeah, be looking so at something this, like you know, that. You know, this is all, you know this is all a ploy, right? For? You do know this, right? Indefinite four. suspension. Okay. So now he doesn't know what he's going to do. NBA's working on a new TV deal. Oh, he yeah. shows up at WrestleMania. Big no, bang. no, no, no. <laughs> there you go. Here we go. Here we go. Tom, we already know that Draymond there you works go. It's in all, TV. It's all anyway. publicity. <laughs> But he already, but he already works in TV exactly. anyway, though, doesn't he? Tom? Exactly. He, he yeah. already works, in, so he's gonna make that segue from the court to TV after his career is over, depending on how his career ends, right? Depending no, no, on how his on. career ends. Will he, be, will he be allowed? Will he be allowed to be if he's suspended indefinitely? Does that mean like from NBA TV? Can he go? Is ESPN okay? What about TNT? I mean, he barely does any of that during the season. Maybe next to Chuck. No, no. Okay, first of all. The NBA is not owned by NBA. The NBA TV is not owned. No, no, by I, NBA. I, under, I understand. So I understand. No, but I, NBA TV, NBA TV is or TNT. None I mean, of that's these, like another job. They're not correlated, right? That's a right. separate job that he has mm. in so NBA. There you go. So that's, there you go. that's where you're going to see. Right. So, but to, to 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 the to the point here, Tone. I think that 
we don't talk enough about the Golden State Warriors and how much they've contributed to this. We have a situation with Draymond Green that's out. Am I out of line when I say Draymond Green is out of control? No. Draymond Green is out of control. And not only is he out of control, he's been out of control. But it's getting worse. Here's the problem with that, though, H. We can't. What's worse than that is we can't stop it. And the reason why we can't stop it is because we've allowed it to get to this point. Draymond is now the raging alcoholic who started out only drinking two beers. That's it. Now here we yeah, are. Yeah, and if he's funny, and if he's funny, you keep putting him on stage to do a stand-up. No, no, uh, that's no, no, that's no. not the way that works. Isn't no. that what's been happening for the history of our lives? No, that's not what's going on. No. Here, there, there, I think no. when you start seeing guys like Nurkic and KD and guys that obviously are kind of milking the situation a little and, you know, and I, in a way, but they're all saying, like, this dude needs help. They are looking at him like an alcoholic. Like, everybody's looking at him like, dude needs help. Like, get him help. Like, take him to, you know, rehab or something. And rehab is going to be checking off the little list and doing – But he, this isn't going to change. We're going to see it though. again. And Draymond yes. will didn't be he done. Say, didn't he say, I am who I am? I'm going to be who I'm going to be. Yes, you're not changing, Draymond. And on top of that, though, Tone, don't, don't, leave out, don't leave out him saying, before this incident, that, don't forget, he jumped on a guy on national television and put him in a chokehold. And what did he say immediately after that? I don't apologize, and I don't regret anything that I've done. I would, yeah. He said that. He stomped, he stomped on Sabonis' chest in the playoffs. He in the playoffs. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And the fact that – Here's the thing. You know whose fault it is, right? Who's Like, obviously, other than Draymond, because you got to be responsible for your, for your own actions. You know whose fault it is, right? No, I don't. Because there's really two people. There's really two people whose fault it is more than anybody else. Adam Silver and maybe Steve Kerr. I, I, not maybe, not maybe, a hundred percent him and Steve Kerr because Adam Silver is his buddy and they hugging up every time they see each other and he doesn't give do enough to tell him we can't have this in my league. He's mm-hmm. too much of a player's commissioner. And then Steve Kerr, who comes out and defends him every time, like, oh, I didn't see the replay. Oh, crap, he didn't see the replay. He didn't need to see the replay. It was right in front of you, right? Yeah. And that's where the problem is you let – you let a kid get away with eating candy right before bed, and then you wonder why they don't sleep at night. And, well, guess whose fault it is, parents? It's yours, and that's what they're doing. They're just letting them continue the bad behavior with no consequences, with taking on no responsibility for his actions, and then it's going to continue forever. Like, how and many games country. was he back? Three games since that Sabonis or since that uh, Gobert thing, Jay? Since he H, came out and does this? Like, there. Were, and let me tell you, I was working when this happened. I see this happen on TV, and I already knew. I didn't even need to see anything. And this time, you know what was interesting? He does the thing. Nurkic is on the ground. He already knows he's getting – like, he already knows. And he didn't even care. He didn't fight the refs. He didn't fight Kerr. He just leaves. Like, it's like he enjoys it, or he just doesn't even want to be there. Like, like what – get into his mental. Like, is this just a reactionary, I'm pissed off that you're touching me? Or is this, I want something else, and this is how I'm going to get it? I think this I is want attention, and I'm going to do whatever it takes to get it, and you guys don't do anything about it, so I'm going to keep doing it. He punched his own well, teammate in the face. He stomped on Sabonis' chest. He's notoriously kicking people in the nuts. Um, he choked out Gobert. He's punching Nurkic. Like, it's not like it's a, oh, it's a one-time thing. Slam, like, slam Kawhi Leonard, slammed Brandon Clark. Over. 
slam Kawhi Leonard, slam slam Brandon Clark, right? So he's gotten into gotten into many altercations. I think that this is a guy who I don't think it's about attention because we already know who Draymond is. And the reason why we know who Draymond is is because they were winning. That's why people look that's why the organization, that's why Steve Kerr, that's why the Golden State Warriors, that's why they look past it. So the 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 the, the build up to being a raging alcoholic. Well, we're going to look past that. You know why? Because life is good. We're getting money. Life is good. We live in a nice house. Well, is he we getting money, nice though? Because of suspension. He's the got suspension. paid. He's losing game, check. He's oh, losing game checks. No, he doesn't suspension. He, but, he doesn't but he get his game even checks. If, even if that's true, he did still just sign He did just sign an extension. And because he just signed he's, an extension, it's not like all the money's gone. He's lost no, $3 million I, total from all suspensions throughout his career. $3 million is, is nothing. Nuts. I mean, more coming. Which is nice. Yeah, yeah. This is depending. Three, three, three million dollars. So with that being like said, they could, they, if they want to be really mean, they can void his contract. This is the point they that I'm making. Mm-hmm. That's, that's where the, that's where the indefinite logic comes in. That's exactly where the indefinite logic comes in. So if you don't do this, yeah, we're done. that's the best threat that you could we're do. Is we'll take your money. We're, your we're money's done. gone. We're I done. think that's yeah. We're maybe. done. The, the, the very, if I'm not mistaken, the very. That very that very thing, I think it happened to Gilbert Arenas when he got that when he got involved with that gun charge when he was in Washington. The, the exact thing and, he had and just well signed different. an extension, and he literally had just signed an extension. So with that being said, the Golden State Warriors, who and I know H doesn't want to hear this, are literally falling I'm apart. Rebuilt. Are literally falling apart in front of our eyes. Yeah, this is on you guys, Tone. You are an advocate. Steph, of moving Steph to the Lakers. Steph to the Lakers and breaking news for D'Lo and pieces. No, not happening. Oh, he would love that. You, you know he would love that. <laughs> you know he would love Lakers, that. No, maybe. Lakers but, five. But, but Tone, you're an advocate. So. You you are an advocate of moving off guys too early before too late. Too early. Yeah. Better than too late. Yeah. You so, are an advocate so, of that. So now let's have this conversation and be honest. Was Jordan Poole the right person to move? Would you rather, know, knowing what we see now, would you have rather kept Jordan Poole? Or would you rather have let both of them go and bring in somebody new with that, that uh, cap space? Only because I have to leave, I'll yeah. say I've never once, I don't recall, someone will remind me, I'm sure, but I don't recall ever the problem being kept versus the problem being moved, right? Like, Dennis Rodman was a problem in San Antonio, right? He was a distraction. They moved him. They didn't move Tim Duncan. You know what I mean? Like, this is very, very rare that the person who punched a teammate in practice has a history of doing stuff like that isn't the one that's moved on from. So, again, someone will correct and say, well, there was this guy, maybe. But for the most part, the person who's the problem is the one that gets moved. So I I said it at the time. They traded the wrong person. Now, yeah, Say what you want about Jordan Poole, but you just gave him a contract. You believed he was going to be that person. And in the right system, yeah. he like obviously giving letting him do whatever he wants right now is insane. But in the right system, he can be a very effective scorer in the NBA. So to move not to move him was always weird to me because you, you what you said was Draymond, do what you want. We got your back. And I think he doesn't deserve it at this point. Let me ask you this though, Tone, with what happened between him and Draymond. Is it fair to say that that sped up Jordan Poole's contract negotiations? That kind oh, 100%. Of... Yeah. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Cause, yeah, cause sure. not... He got paid because he, he got punched, and then they were like, uh-oh, now we got to make a decision. These yeah. two can't live together. Right. Yeah. And because they can't live together, 
does Jordan Poole make let's take Draymond off this crew right the, the despite the nonsense Draymond in this system does Draymond make this I mean does, does Jordan Poole make this team significantly better I think that they're still who they are the, the Golden State Warriors are going to pieces and tone once again you are an advocate of going too early better than too late and there's guys on this crew right now that they've held on to longer than they should have. One of them would be Clay Thompson. He's I definitely think, one yeah, of those guys. I, I, think, I think Jordan Poole, instead of Clay, makes this team better. Yes. Yeah, at this point, at this point. I'm sorry, I know what he's done before. And let me quickly just say, because someone in the chat, of course, well, MJ punched someone in practice. Very different. MJ didn't have a history of doing dumb shit and causing the team wins. And then he punched the one. It was like the last straw, right? It, that was a one-time thing. So, so very different. He wasn't the problem. He was the reason they won three championships. Let's be honest. Draymond Green's going to go into the Hall of Fame as the third, fourth best player on a championship team. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And, and stop. And, and by the way, let's stop talking like it. Like this is 1993, okay? Because that was 30 years ago. If we see Jordan, if we see Jordan punch Steve Kerr in the face on national television, that thing would have been handled way different. Let's stop acting. Like, let's stop acting like yo, he punched him in the face. First of all, we didn't find out about that until years later. It wasn't like we found out about that like a week after that. Happened. In the moment, we didn't, yeah. right. we didn't find out about that until after the Bulls dynasty was over. That, that was years later when we found out about that. So let's stop acting like Michael Jordan punched this dude in the face and he just got a pass. And we knew about it because no, we didn't. That's not what happened. Yeah, right. I, I got I got a bounce, but let me just okay. finish off by saying, damn, my hair looks good. You look good, Tom. Yeah, you do. Okay, you look good, Tom. Nice Absolutely. <laughs> Easy, Tom. The catch up, brother. Yeah. <laughs> we'll catch up. So yeah, H. I I, I yeah. think that because we live in the society that we live in today, we live in a very selfish society. We live in a yeah. very microwave society. We live in a very instant society. So whenever something happens, more times than not, people respond off emotions. 100%. They don't like, they don't take the time to gather the facts. They yep. don't take the time to understand what exactly is going on. Mm -hmm. No, immediately they, they, they deal with it and they deal in emotion. And then yep. later on afterwards, I don't know if I should have done that. Yep. I don't know if we should have said that. I don't know if I should have done that. So because we're dealing with Draymond the way we're dealing with him right now, this is something that's been festering for years. This yeah. isn't emotion. These are the things that we've seen from Draymond over the years. The Golden State Warriors have done nothing about it. And when I say that they've done nothing about it, H, I ain't talking about a two-game suspension here, a $25,000 fine here, yeah. uh, $50,000. I'm not talking about that. I'm actually talking about making this your priority. What happens with your team, H, if Steph Curry, in after 2016, when you guys end up losing in the NBA championship, which was a lot, which had a lot to do with what Draymond did, what happens if Steph Curry goes to management and says, after him and KD get into it, he goes to management and says, listen, I want Draymond here and I, I I really dig what we're doing, but something has to change. And if it doesn't, you know, my contract is coming up and I may consider doing something different. Yeah. How do you think that they handle Draymond at that point? Because now that's Steph Curry stepping up mm -hmm. in more of a leadership role and saying, 
yo, something needs to be done about this guy. Because remember, we professionals, H. Don't get me wrong, we're friends, but we also are professionals too. Right? Yeah. We're professionals. So I wonder what would have happened if, if, if Steph Curry would have stepped up and said something like that. Yeah, 100%. They would have taken care of it um, or Draymond would be gone. Steph is right. always vouched for Draymond. I think he even did recently, but I, I'm not going to put this on Steph. This is not on Steph. It's He's a grown man. His job is to show up and do his job. Yes, he right. is a leader, but Draymond has been that that leader for our team. He was that that guy. And so uh, I don't think we're, we're going to put that on Steph. But at this point, from the reaction and the, the emotions, I even saw from, saw from Steph, right, Where who honestly is usually quite composed and um, – Maybe not as vocal as he should be. Uh, I'd like to see more of that from him, especially on the team we have today. But I think he's at that point. And I personally am. Like, I've always defended Draymond, even probably when I shouldn't. I'm done. I'm done. Mm -hmm. I want him gone. I want Are you out, H? Are you out, H? I am done. I'm done with Draymond. That, that was my last straw because... It, it was so unnecessary. I'm not saying you should ever use violence or, you know, let your emotions control you, but it does happen. And and right. with the Gobert thing, for, for instance, I think that there was so much happening that was almost an instinct to go and get involved and protect his brothers. There was at least a reason I could see, okay? It's, right. it, it's still an excuse, but it's a reason. There was no reason for what he did to Nurk. I don't like Nurkic that much. I think he, he, he has his own, you know, uh, scuffles here and there, but there was an absolutely no reason. And we were winning that game and a win against the Suns, uh, against the big three, I think could have been massive for the motivation that this team needs. Sure. And he crushed that just like he crushed it. We have, what were we like six and one or six and two at the beginning of the season, he got suspended and everything continued to fall apart. This I blame on Draymond and I'm done with him. He's selfish. He's self-centered and all he cares about is I don't know if it's attention. I don't know if it's just seeing how much he can push, push, push. I don't understand when you get paid, why would you go out and do this? Are you just mad because the team is garbage? Like, what are you trying to get done here? Or are you not thinking? You're just blacking out and acting. Well, when I'm thinking about what Draymond did, again, we're talking about at that time, I think your boys were up four. Yeah. We got a ball game going on. We got a ball game going on. And Draymond right. says that, with his arms flailing, he likes to sell calls. He doesn't mm -hmm. flop. Well, first of I all, that's that, what yeah. flopping is. Okay, that's yeah. number one. That's exactly yeah. what flopping is. When you're selling calls, yeah. when you're you're over-exaggerating something that's not going on. That's right. what you're doing by selling calls. The idea that this team was better with Draymond, that does work early on. But since Draymond has been back in the lineup, you've lost three of your last five games. Since Draymond has been back in the lineup. So he's not helping in that aspect, right? So now we move to a point where this team is slowly deteriorating and yeah. compound Draymond's actions. It just looks bad for what is for, for what's already bad. It's just yeah. more. It's just more of what's already going on. Andrew Wiggins, he looks disinterested. Clay looks old. Steph is hanging on as much as he possibly can. You have these young kids, right? You got Moody. You got the kid from Santa Clara. Um, Let's see. You got Moody. You got the kid from Santa Clara. Hey, TJD, uh, or Trace Jackson Davis. You, yeah, you have all yes. these really good young guys. Pods. You got these young guys now. But the, now the thing to do, which normally happens, H is when you got young guys and you have older guys, you slowly segue the younger guys in and move the older guys out. But this team is still holding on to what was. They they're still holding on to what Clay was, and we still trying to. We're holding on to what he could still be. When in reality, Clay isn't that anymore. We're still holding on to what 
Dre used to be. Only except Dre isn't that anymore. Steph still has the goods. Steph still got some good years ahead of him. But if this was 1998-H and that Bulls team was bad, there's no way that they're staying together. No way Jerry Krause is holding on to Scottie Pippen. No way he's holding on to Dennis Rodman. That's not happening. It's not. Yeah, but this is a context of 2023. This is where we're at. And I guess my question is, like, the I mean, the Warriors are definitely in meetings. And we have a new GM who isn't as attached to these players as Bob Myers mm-hmm. Myers was. He wants to to succeed at his at his role, right? So what do you do moving forward? I think they play the Clippers. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see how that goes. I, I think it's going to open up. And I hear a ton of people saying, oh, JK is going to step up for Draymond. He didn't the last five-game suspension. He wasn't good, okay? So maybe he's not prepared for that role. But seriously, what do the Warriors do moving forward? Do they kind of wait it out to see how Clay and Wiggins step up? And if they don't during Draymond's absence, they're gone? Or is Draymond in the conversation to be moved at this point? What team would even want Draymond at this point in his career with a four-year contract? Who's like who's the first to go because the Warriors have to do something? They, they have will. to do something. Mm-hmm. And well, the first thing that we have to do is we have to recognize who has the most value on this crew, right? Yeah. Who at, at this particular time who has yeah. the most value on this crew that we can move off of? And still be competitive. Well, Higgins, I think I think he has the most well, value. <laughs> if you think, well, that's Steph Curry. Steph Curry has the oh, most yeah. value, and, and, and I think that's clear. But we're not moving off Curry. Clay has an expiring contract at the end of this season. Yeah, Steph does. I mean, Clay does. Clay does not have a lot of value, even though there are. I, I feel like there's a team or two that would trade for him yeah. at the trade deadline, a yeah. playoff team, because I feel like maybe he could help in a rotation. Yeah. In a rotation, especially especially if a team already – like, for example, in Cleveland. I think he can help mm-hmm. Cleveland. I do. I think he can help a team like Cleveland. But with that being said, right, but with that being said – Cavs fans are going to be like, please, no. <laughs> right. right. Especially, especially, with the, especially with the young core that they have, they're not right. willing to break up any of that for, right. for Clay Thompson. So where are we with this team? If you had to say today, H, the mm-hmm. Golden State Warriors are in contention for winning, is that a yes or no question? No. Is that a, is that a yes or no answer? Not even for playoffs. I, I, I don't think so. No. I don't. I do not. So what are we doing here with this unit? Yeah. Is it time to start over? I think it is. And I and I don't think it's time to start over in the aspect of emptying like one or two. We got to start completely over. We got to see what we could get. And I, I'm sure that Steph Curry does not want to be a part of a rebuild. I'm not on the fence about that. I'm not thinking maybe. I'm not thinking possibly. I'm sure Steph Curry does not want to be a part of a rebuild. But that's where we are with this unit. And when you get on a unit or when when you have a unit that has won, which they did two years ago, when they won it two years ago, there's this idea, there's this idea, H, and you're a victim of it. Yeah. This thing could keep going. We could keep doing this. I think I'm like starting to see clearly now, but, I, but my only thing, Jay, if we don't have Steph playing at the level he's playing, I don't care. Blow it up. Uh, let's tank, whatever. We have mm-hmm. Steph. This is just like, I can't bear to watch him go through this. And I think sure. with, if Wiggins was playing better, if we had Gary, if Draymond wasn't being Draymond, like, and we got another star. I'm always going to think we have a shot. Okay. I think there would be a shot at that point, but I just, uh, I think at this point we don't even have pieces that other teams are going to trade us something 
good for in return. We're not going to nope. get Siakam. We're not going to get Markkanen. We're not going to get Levine. Like we're not getting any of those players. Not for what you have. No. Not not no. not 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 for what you have. I I earlier today on a panel heard the idea of trying to trade for Joel Embiid, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, if you yeah. even call up Phil, if you called up Philadelphia <laughs> and asked for Joel Embiid, they're hanging up on you. They're, they're, yeah. they're straight hanging up on you. They're not interested in no. anything that you have. That includes Steph. Steph Curry. That, inclu <laughs> yeah. that includes Steph Curry. We're not interested. I think yeah. we're good. They're not trading Joel Embiid for Steph Curry. Hell no, are they doing that? If they do that, the general manager for the Philadelphia 76ers is getting fired. Yeah, he's on gone. the spot. 100%. Yeah. So if you take Steph Curry off the table, and now you have Steph, now you have Clay, Draymond, Andrew Wiggins, Moses Moody, Kuminga. If you got guys like that and you asking for Joel Embiid, Philly is like, no, we're not doing that. We're not interested yeah. in that at all. So here's where you are. You're at the you're you're on the outside of the play-in tournament looking in. You've gotten old right before our eyes, right? This isn't something that just happened like over the course of three or four years. No, this happened right Drop in off. front of us. <laughs> it's like Right in front of yeah. us, like, damn, how did this happen this quickly? It just did. That's what happens. So because of that, what now happens with this crew? H, when your stars get older and you have younger guys, you segue from the older guys with young guys. There's no reason to hold on to these dudes because it's obvious that we're not winning anymore. It's obvious. But see, that's fine with me, Jay, except for the, the fact that LeBron isn't having to do that. He has, uh, you know, all-stars on his team. KD doesn't have to do that. They made a super team for him. So, no, I don't think in this era I'm okay with Steph Curry just getting a bunch of young dudes who don't know what's going on and watching him just decay like that. I'm not no. okay with that. So, no, no. I'm not going to just be like – and that's what's so frustrating to me about Steve Kerr, too. Like, the older – he's getting or maybe it's just the older the team is getting in general like i'm starting to see a lot of flaws in his coaching style more and i've always seen them but they made him look so good because they could just get it done and and i still have so much respect for steve i really do appreciate everything he's done but it's just like i think everybody's just we've been together for so long and it's been great but like no maybe it's time to just shake it up do something crazy maybe that's clay i hope it's not but maybe that's wiggins or you know, maybe we have to move off Wiggins and JK together. I don't know what, what it's going to look like, but I want to see something by the trade deadline or I'm just going to be so, like, so upset. I, I think one of the major problems we have at H is that your team won the NBA championship two years ago and you yeah. want to hold on to that. Yeah. That's what the deal is. You want to hold on to that instead of accepting the fact that the Golden State Warriors aren't very good and there is no quick fix here. There isn't one. There's nothing that's going to, there's nothing that's going to jumpstart this thing that, you have, in terms of a trade, that you could go, okay, we back in the middle of it. There's no way KD's coming back. You're not getting James. You're not getting Luka. You're not getting Embiid. You're not getting Jason Tatum. Uh, you're not getting Anthony Davis. You're not getting any of these guys. Oklahoma City is not emptying their bench. They're not giving you their young stars for Steph Curry. There's no quick fix here. So because there's no quick fix here, H., it's time to it's time to recognize that we got to start over. And how do we start over? We got to start segueing these young guys in for yeah. the older guys. 100%. They need to start playing more. 
Yes, bench Clay and bench Wiggins. Now, do it now. We have no better, nothing to lose this season. So let me see them play. Let me see them start with Steph because you know what's interesting is at least they care. At least they're out on the floor giving their all alongside Steph versus these dudes are just standing out there and don't give a damn about anything. I'm tired of seeing that. So, yeah. All right. (laughs) Enough about the Warriors, but I'm glad we did get to touch on it. Um, Here's a couple uh, super chats. For you, Jay. Uh, Richmond's mm-hmm. NBA talk. What do you think of Shaq and Cream versus Hakeem and Wilt? Uh, Hakeem and Wilt would be awesome against Shaq and Kareem. Kareem with the super duper sky hook. It was it was unstoppable. He actually beat Doc in a one on one game in his forties, and it was on television. So Kareem was actually a pretty good one on one player. Damn good one on one player. Shaq. If you go back and look at some old footage, Shaq has some really good perimeter skills, really good perimeter skills. He can handle the ball. Shaq could shoot in the mid-range. He could do all of that stuff. Now, as far as Hakeem and Wilt, I think Shaq and Jabal will have trouble. And the reason why I feel like Shaq and Jabal will have trouble because I seen because I'm thinking about Shaq defensively against Hakeem. Ugh, that would be I I think that would be ugly. And the reason why I feel like that would be ugly, I'm not thinking that I'm, I I think that. Shaq would, I, mean, I think that Lajuan would struggle against, I think he would struggle against Shaq defensively, but I don't think it would be as bad as Shaq struggling defensively against Lajuan. I think that there would definitely be a little bit more of, of an advantage for Hakeem Lajuan than it would be for Shaq yeah. in terms of that. Now, with Will and, and, with Will and Jabbar, I'm going to give the edge to Jabbar, even though Wilt was... I mean, he was phenomenal. I mean, what was in terms of a skill set? I mean, he played for the Globetrotters. You don't get, you don't play for the Globetrotters. Globetrotters, and you a sideshow. I mean, Wilt had one of the Wilt was one of the most ridiculous athletes ever. Run like a deer, and he had a fall away, fourteen foot shot, and Jabbar Jabbar had the sky hook. So I think it would be I, I think it would be a really good game. But if I had to choose between the two of those guys, man. I think I, I think Wilt and and Hakeem would get him. Okay, I, I like do. It. Um. All right, your star. Uh, salutations to the Queen, Chilltown. Yeah, I understand what you're saying about Luca and his skill being insanely, uh, being insane when coming in. But I think it's still far from his actual peak. See you on CNC. There's a difference between your peak in terms of what you produce and your peak in terms of what your skill set is. How much better can Luca get in terms of his skill set? You don't I know um, you think he's kind of out of ceiling. I mean he can continue to do it. He can continue it consistently, but pretty much what he's doing. I don't I don't see his game maybe defensively if he if he tried to get better defensively, that would be great, but I don't I mean see I, that. I, I, what is Luca 23, 24, something like that? I I, I, I think he's I, I, I think he's something like that, like 23, yeah, 24. He's young. What are you guys expecting from Luca in terms of his skill set? Like is Luca gonna get super nicer with the pill? Is Luca gonna be is he gonna extend his range? Like Steph Curry and and and, and be more of a, a, a better he shooter. Is shooting half like court shots, like what I'm talking like about. Like, how much better are we gonna get from Luca? Is Luca is Luca gonna be running down the gut? Is he gonna become a better athlete? Like he's dunking on guys more often. Like, no. is Luca's post game? Is he gonna turn into a Lajuan? How much better are we? I mean, we're talking about a guy in Luca. What was it last year? Age 32, nine and nine. Something what are we? What, what what are we talking about with Luca in terms of him getting better? How much more are we going to get from him? 
Which, by the way, what we getting from him now? I mean, age, God. Hey, this guy is yeah. phenomenal. He's been like, are I think telling, he's been looking like the best player to me. Are, are, are you telling me that? Are you telling me that his skill set is going to get better and there's going to be more? So Luca at his peak. What is Luca at his peak? Thirty-eight a game, forty a game, and he's doing that for six more years. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Because if you're trying to tell me that, then I'm done watching the NBA. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. if, Luca, if Luca is thirty-six a game, thirty-eight a game for the next five years. Then bet. Then bet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I okay. think that's. Then, then I'm out. Then, then I'm out. And then there's nothing that you can tell me. Nothing. And Jackson, this is what I'm asking you. To, this is what I'm asking you to do, Jackson. When we talk basketball, I need you to be diplomatic, and I need you to be realistic. You just sit there and said to me, Luca, very easily could score 36, 38 a game. I can't talk to you. Because you have no idea how difficult it is to get 30 in a game. To say that a guy can very easily average, average 36, 38 a game for the next five years, I'm good, man. I, I, I'm straight. I mean, in in his defense, Jay, the only thing I can say is, like, as we lose, continue to lose a defensive prowess in the league, like, maybe players will start averaging 36 38 40 like is there and if if that's the case i'm done watching too because that I'm just out. it's it's destroying the league like I'm out. we're already heading that direction but like that's the only way that could happen but what he said about just like throwing out these descriptive like adjectives like just explosiveness and athleticism like be realistic be honest with yourself like look at the the dynamic of the league and and let's be just be real um okay Mello Williams, Yana shoulder checking Halle ignited the fire. Just so and 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 for we, so we clear, H. Okay, it wasn't a shoulder check. First of all, Halliburton didn't see him. So after he scored, he didn't see Giannis, right? So Giannis was bracing himself because he was about oh. to hit him. That's what that looked like to me. He didn't that go didn't over to like, him to do that. No, Halliburton okay. had just scored, and he and was looking at the official. This is Giannis right here. He's looking at the official. He turns around and bucks into Giannis. Giannis is bracing himself. And H, if you got a big truck and you got a small truck, and the big truck crashes into the and the small truck crashes into the big truck, who's going to get the worst of it? The little truck. Probably. Yeah. So that looked a lot worse than what it was. It looked a lot worse than what it was. Yeah. Let me see if I can find it. I, mm-hmm. I and it's always interesting too because they're going to cut certain things out um like on the main media but yeah yep. i mean look i don't really care i think that i love these like spat like you said these spats are great for the league especially when it's like the pacers i think both parties were a bit petty but yeah. it, it makes for you know it was more so like you said jay the timing of everything <laughs> like, it just looks bad age draymond just draymond basically just got out of jail and and a week later <laughs> he's back in the bank robbing the bank literally he's a week out of jail and he's right back in the bank like we 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 yeah. we not even we not even you didn't even go see your parole officer yet and you right back to what <laughs> you right back on the street right back wilding again so yeah um uh, and, and and then Giannis does this it just looks bad though why does. why do you think like why do you think we're seeing a surge of just antics around the league is it the time of season where it's happening is it just people are more on edge in general like what's happening I think the thing that we don't want to recognize is again h we live in a very selfish society we do we live in a very microwave and instant society and everything is magnified instantly so 
people want to be seen. They don't want to be made a fool of. They don't want to be, quote unquote, carried. So because of that, you see people acting out more. And because they acting out more, it just looks bad, especially in the NBA. It looks bad. Like, I think we're good. All right, we're back. We're back. Okay, yeah, we're hot. Okay. Yeah, we're hot. Okay, we're good. Sorry, Sorry ladies and that. gentlemen, we had a little bit of technical difficulty, but we back in effect. But you didn't really yeah. see this much. We didn't see this back. We didn't see this. We didn't see much of this back then, H. And the yeah. reason why is because your game was your reputation. Yeah. Right. And because your game was your reputation, that's what you lived with. That's what you lived on. Your game being your reputation, and when you stood on the floor and what you did. Now, today, it's who's the tough guy. Now, today, it's what do I have going on off the floor? Stuff like that. Yeah. And because of that, I think that it just makes it, 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 it's a, it makes the product bad. I agree. And uh, I, I just, I think you're right. It's kind of just a general thing, but it's sad to see. I don't know. This is just so unnecessary. We want to see it basketball, is. but I think a lot of basketball fans are starting to be more enthralled with the drama of it. And the, in the NBA, we saw it with the NFL, they're Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, which is great because we do have a huge female audience that kind of isn't geared towards. So I do, you know, that's cool. But you're bringing in Taylor Swift fans. They don't give a damn about basketball or football. They care about <laughs> Taylor Swift. And it's just like, why are we trying to make everything so dramatized? Of course, it's all about money, but you're going to start to water down the actual sport and the love of, you know, um, yeah, just the game, I think. So I don't right. know. I guess it's just change and change is hard to accept. I'm not somebody who likes change. So maybe I'm just a little bit behind <laughs> the times, but it's like to have Ace likes to keep things where they are. <laughs> I do. I, I'm not, I'm, I'm just not a huge fan, but, mm -hmm. um, it's Warriors fans. Well, okay. Mm -hmm. But, um, okay. One more from double P then we'll get into our next topic. Um, who is the ultimate game manager? Dak Prescott, Brock Purdy, Tua, or Jared Goff? My two cents, Dak isn't. The rest of the guys listed are borderline. I saw this floating around. I got a, que I got a question. What's the problem with being a game manager? Everybody is a game manager at some point. Peyton Manning was a game manager. Joe Montana was a game manager. Dan Marino was a game manager. Aaron Rodgers was a game manager. But because these dudes sling it and they're throwing 40, 50, 60 yards, that makes you that that's a bad thing. What's what what's what's wrong with being a game manager? All these quarterbacks are game managers. So what? What's wrong with being a game manager? Last I checked, when the Super Bowl trophy is handed over, I have yet to hear the commissioner says the MVP is game manager Joe Montana. No, <laughs> I have yet to hear that. Is that just care. under the job description? I don't uh, it's, like I, game I, managers I under there. I, yeah, I don't care if you're a game manager. So what? Tom Brady was a game manager. And when you and, and when you when you think about being a game manager, you do that's your job as a quarterback to manage the game. In different situations, I'm going to put my team in position to win. Yeah. I'm going to get guys the football where they need to get the football or we have a guy that's running the football, I'm going to get him the football where he needs the football. That's managing the game. I don't understand what this whole 
game manager logic is about. Just so you know, Patrick Mahomes is a game manager too. And I know that you don't want to hear that, mm-hmm. but he is. Josh Allen is a game manager too. Every quarterback manages the game. Every last one of them do. Yeah, I think that uh, – I think if you can – I think the guys you listed are obviously – maybe not as proactive in some of the things like we see Patrick Mahomes do. Patrick right. Mahomes will literally put his body on the line and it has the ability to do that versus if we go and see Dak Prescott try to replicate what Travis, uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes is doing, he's actually going to hurt the team more. He knows what his space is and he does it in, in moderation. And I, I just think that we have to respect there are different styles. Not everybody's a flashy ass quarterback, you know? So right. I don't understand why it has to be such a problem, but yeah. um um hey it is what it is uh okay jay so we have this kind of main topic um the mvp race and i posted a video on our uh, main channel so you guys probably saw that but this is the list that the nba has for the top five mvp candidates and obviously you guys i want you to let me know if you think there's a name that we should be hearing um one particularly comes to mind and how do you feel about this order as well and then jay um i want to ask you another follow-up question after that Mm -hmm. but at five we have Giannis, Mm -hmm. um 30 points a game 30 and a half points a game uh 11 rebounds and five assists at fourth we have luka Doncic, so right above Giannis at 31 at 32 points per game nine rebounds and nine assists Mm -hmm. um Sorry. At three, we have SGA, mm-hmm. 30 points per game, five rebounds or six rebounds and six assists, which again, kind of strange to me how his stat line is about the same as Giannis's. It's actually a little bit worse, but he, yet he's above Luke and Giannis. Strange. At two, we have Nikola Jokic. He's averaging 29 points per game, 13 rebounds, and 10 assists. And then at number one, we have Joel Embiid, averaging 33 points per game. 11 rebounds and seven assists. So uh, what do you think about that list, Jay? Who's missing from that list? And would you switch up the order at all? Well, I don't have a problem with Joel Embiid being at the top of the list. I mean, you got you to do that's, that's 30 and 11. But when I think about what Joker is doing, the fact that they, I mean, I think they're in fourth place right now. So I think that he's at the top of the list also. You already know how I feel about Jason Tatum. The fact that the Boston Celtics yeah. got the best record in the NBA. He's averaging 28 a game. And he leads He leads the best team in the NBA in points and rebounds. I mean, I, I, I'd like to think that that has a lot to do with what they're doing. But as far as what Luka is doing, as far as what Joel Embiid is doing, I mean, I'd like to see Philly and Philly, both Philly and Denver are both in the same spot, right? I think Philly and Denver are both in the same spot. Oklahoma City at this point, a lot of people don't want to, a lot of people don't want to admit it. Oklahoma City at this point, and I think that they're a legit playoff team. They're beating okay. the teams that they they're beating the teams that they need to beat. Um, I believe the Oklahoma City Thunder, if I'm not mistaken, H, ten of their ten, ten of their fifteen, the second in the Western Conference, ten of their fifteen wins have come against non-playoff teams. I just mm. want to make sure we clear on that. Ten of, ten of their not only have ten of their fifteen. Play, play. Not only have, not only have ten of their fifteen games come against non-playoff teams. Of their seven losses, six of them have been, six of them have been against playoff teams. So they're beating the teams that they should be beating. 
only except they're losing to the better competition. So because they're losing to Denver, they're losing to Minnesota, they're losing yeah. to Philadelphia, they're losing to teams like that. I'm not sure that I can put SGA as the league MVP when we're talking about winning because that second seed might be fool's goal at this at this particular point. When, yes. we, when we have this conversation again in another month, in another two months, when their schedule gets a little bit more difficult, when their schedule gets a little bit more difficult and they have to play more of the tougher teams, I'll definitely want to have this conversation a little bit more. Joel Embiid, the fact that he's been out the lineup, the fact that he, I think he missed four or five games and, you know, Philly is in fourth place because of that, right? Yeah. Philly is in fourth place because of that. Him being in the lineup, they are winning, and that does matter. That does matter. But they in fourth place, just the same thing like Joker. I mean, yeah. Joker, I mean, I'm, I'm hearing somebody say that, uh, that 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 Embiid leads the league in PER. Well, Joker is second in PER. Not only is Joker second in PER, Joker is leading the league in win shares. I think he's leading the league in defensive win shares. I think he's leading the league in value over replacement player. So what that means is that when Joker comes off the floor, nobody's replacing him. Yeah. Nobody in the league is replacing him at yeah. that rate. So that matters. That I, I, that absolutely matters. So yeah. when I think about Luka Doncic as the league MVP, again, I think Dallas is in third place right now in the Western Conference. I could get behind that because that because Luka, what he does for that team, I mean, they go as he goes. And he has the they least go. amount of, like, health, yes. if you will, compared they, to any of these other names. Irv has been out of the lineup. Right, Irv has been out of the lineup. With Irv being out of the lineup, that means that he has to now shoulder even more of the load or even get back to what he was doing before Irv got on the crew. So right. because he's doing that and Dallas is a top three seed, I, I'd like to think that that matters. So yes. if I had to choose today who the league MVP is, as much as I love Jason Tatum, as much as I love what Joker is doing, I think that it would go to Luca. Luca. I agree with you. Um, Tatum, I under, I think Tatum was six or seven on this list. Um, LeBron, I think, was down there, KD as well. Um, so the same typical list. But, again, I think being so high, and I, I think that I agree with you when you say SG or um, OKC's maybe fool's gold. I don't want to, you know, speak too early. They are playing great. But, yes, I think as we get deeper and deeper into the season, I do see them probably falling a bit. I think they'll still be in the playoffs, absolutely. But I had them at six, H. I, I, okay, I had them yeah. as, I had them as, as I had them as before the season started. I had them as a legit play playoff team. I did not have them right. in the play. Right. I had, I, them, do. I had them right like around five, six. That's why I had them. Yeah, because you were you were you believe Chet was going to come in and make a difference. I think Clune and I it. He absolutely has. He's been incredible. Um, but yeah, I, I think Luca has the least amount of help, but is yet staying that leader, staying consistent, and he's only gonna get better. And he mm -hmm. is proven in those high uh, you know, kind of high stakes games that we're gonna see as we get closer and closer to the playoffs. So mm -hmm. um chat, you guys let us know. I know you don't want to hear it. Okay, so he's not fool's golden. Obviously, only time will tell, but uh I think you guys just right now, 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 again, don't misconstrue yeah. what fool's gold is. Again, we're talking about a team. I'm going off what I've seen so far. The better teams in the league, they've lost to them. Yeah. But that's just right now. We only, what, 20, 22, 23 games into the season. If mm -hmm. you're, if, if we're going off Oklahoma city being that team right now, well, wait a minute. This is what they are right now. Are they going to be this in two months? No, I think that they're going to get better. I think yeah. Shea's going to improve. I think Jalen Williams is going to improve. I think J-Dub is going to improve. I think Chet is going to improve. I think this team, I think Josh Giddy is going to improve. And I think as a unit, 
I think these teams are going to get better. I think this team is going to get better. But as of right now, from what I've seen, from what I've seen, the better teams in the league, they've lost to them. I'm not saying that that's going to happen in two months. Yeah, I'm not saying that. And I will not. And and I think we're going to have a different. I, I think we're going to have a different conversation about Oklahoma City in two months. But you can't say to me, you can't say to me with legit logic that a team that's the number two seed. I want you to take Oklahoma City off the table. Take Oklahoma City off the table and call them Memphis. If Memphis was at the number two spot right now and Memphis has seven losses and six of their seven losses were against playoff teams and 10 of their 15 wins was against non-playoff teams, you would not be talking to yeah. me about yeah. the Memphis Grizzlies being that team. No, you wouldn't. That's not true. So because yeah. of that, you have to you have to keep that same energy for your unit. You have to. Brandon, obviously, obviously you're not listening as per usual. We said that they would be a playoff team. We're saying they will probably most likely not be the second seed. So listen before you continue to just chat. It, it's actually annoying. Um, <clears throat> I do want to say, though, Jay, if people are and it's OK if you have SGA, I think SGA as an individual has proven himself time and time again. So if you have him in that MVP conversation, I I'm not going to hate on that. But my I guess my question is, Jay, for the people that are saying Ant, Ant for MVP when they are the first seed and he has, eh, I wouldn't, I don't know if you'd say he's been the best player, but why would you say no to that versus yes to SGA? Well, he's been out of the lineup and that team is predicated on defense and their best defensive player in arguably I still think it's Anthony Davis right now, but Rudy Gobert could be the defensive player of the year this year. Yeah. He's made them so much better defensively, right? He made them, he's made them so much better defensively. And I feel like Anthony Edwards, they've won with him out the lineup. It's pretty difficult when your best player is out the lineup. This is the problem that Joel Embiid had a couple of years back when he was, it was a couple of years back when he was getting, you know, 86th for MVP because like he'd missed 10 games. Meanwhile, with him missing 10 games, Philly would win seven of them. It's hard yeah. for us to justify you being the league MVP and your team is rolling with you out the lineup. Yep. So yep. don't get me wrong, H. You already know how I feel about Anthony Anthony Edwards. I think he's going to yeah. be the league MVP. I One think day. he's going to be the yeah. league MVP really soon. Yeah. I just don't think we're there yet. I think we're getting close, though. I just yeah. don't, think, I don't think we're there yet. Okay, and then also I think we should address uh, why do you think LeBron is not in the top five names? People have obviously asked me that. Mm. Well, again, James – oh, boy, I'm still trying to make sense of what he's doing, H. I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to make sense of it. it it's – it's, I, I feel like a math professor that got a math problem in front of me, like, how do I solve this? Because what is because going we on do with need this to have. He has to be in the conversations. Like, he has to be in the conversations, but it's like, where do we put him? How long is he going to do this? What about right. the pieces he's playing with? What, do you, what even are the Lakers in the postseason? I think they're right. going to be something. I think I they do think that they be. are. I, I do think that they are, too. I think my biggest issue, H, is I don't know how, long, how sustainable this is. This dude turns 39 in, like, two weeks. And I'm thinking to myself, can he still play at this level at 39 years old, close to 40? I'm not sure if he could still do that, especially considering how much the Lakers depend on him. It's not like H.E.'s doing this on the Wizards, where yeah. it's a bad team, right? Yeah. He's doing this on a bad team, I don't know, like Charlotte or Detroit. No, he's doing this on a top five seed yeah. in the Western Conference. He's doing this on a damn good team with damn, with, with, with damn good players. He's still looking like the guy 
who I'm the man on this team. Still, when I thought it was going to be Anthony Davis, I thought it could very well, it had to be Anthony Davis. I felt like, and I still feel like the days of LeBron James winning NBA championships as him being the man and throwing units on his back, I feel like those days are over. And the problem that I'm having now is he looks like he's still playing at that level. I don't know if this is sustainable, though, H. That's all I'm thinking. I'm not sure that throughout the course of this season, because I know James, and he does not not want to play. Yeah. He wants to play as much. Right. He he wants to play. I'm sure it killed him to have the night off last night. But they told him, my man, you got to sit tonight. And I'm not sure that he was really feeling that. I think he wants to play as much as much as possible. However, with that being said, I don't know how long this is sustainable with him. Yeah, but we said that the last two seasons and he's still here. (laughs) So we're not getting rid of him anytime soon. Like, Jay, really, we we shouldn't get into this too much. Like, is it, is this all natural or just a little bit like, there's. Oh, he's taking something. It's just not illegal. He's definitely taking something. Well, how it's would just we know illegal. if it was? Like, it's LeBron. He's not going to get tested or anything. Well, I'm sure he does get tested. And but like, specifically because what's going on, specifically what's going on right now. But hey, it's we saw, LeBron. Like, we are they dude. really going to do? He's the golden yes. child. He's the yes. guy. Yes. Holy. Hey, we, hey, we saw a dude who scored 71 last year. We saw a dude who scored 71 points last year. And he got yeah. the finger. My man, we need to we yeah. need you to come. We need a vial of your blood. Because we got to make sure you ain't too good. We're not saying that you that, that, that you're good. We just got to make sure you're not too good. So the same logic with James. Now, I understand your point, H, because we're talking about a guy who is the face of the league. So if we test this dude and it comes out that James is on the juice Mm -hmm. illegally, it it undermines the integrity of the league. And now we got to question everything. We don't have to question some things, H. We got to question everything. And is the league interested in doing that? But the thing is, is they already did that. Right, the league already not just the league, he was investigated by the feds. We didn't find anything, we didn't find anything. Yes, he was investigated by the feds. Wait, we didn't find anything for what money, finance. They investigated him, yes, he was on the hook. You have to think deeper. Who runs all of these things? The same people, same people run all this stuff. And if LeBron James isn't. I I love LeBron, so I don't want to like. It's not I don't. Like some AI shit, H. That's what no, I just right think now. that there's always politics, and politics will pay to get whatever done that they want to get done. And if LeBron for the NBA is the best thing to, you know, keep under wraps, if anything is sus, and I don't think he's done anything off court. Like he he's been right. a good man, a good husband, a good father, a good teammate. Right. Like I think he is a good man, but <laughs> his athleticism's a little bit. You know, if there's something going and, on, I just don't think it would come out, honestly. And and we had a point, H, where we have to question this stuff, considering how there's old no he is. And maybe we Aaron Rodgers to... is too, because dude's about yes. to get out there on the field after four months of it. Uh, yes, we have to question this stuff Something's at this age. On. Yes, we have to question, like, wait a minute, yo, how are you still this good? I, I saw Jabal at 38, 39 years old. He wasn't yeah. this good, H. He wasn't. I saw Doc at 37 years old. He wasn't this good, H. I saw I saw Jordan at 38, 39 years old. He wasn't this saying. good, H. And I think LeBron, I mean, don't you think, like, if we compared their bodies or body mass, or, I don't know how all that works, but right. if you compare, compared them 
inch by inch? Or do you think that they would be able to say, like, I'd say Le- Michael Jordan was maybe more athletic than LeBron. Is that crazy okay. to say? Do you think so? I, it's not ridiculous to say, but I, I don't do even know. I think James is a better athlete. I, I, and, and as good as an athlete as, as Jordan was, I think James is a better athlete than Jordan. Um, so his decrease, but, but I mean, it, obviously with health, and there's, there's more money that LeBron's put into his body. And I understand right. like uh, medicine is better now. I just think that, I don't know. It's just interesting. But all that to say, obviously the title of this pod was, I think that the league is tampering with the MVP race. And, the, and I don't actually think that they're doing that. But I did want to ask you kind mm-hmm. of the reason I was doing that. Obviously these voters that vote these candidates and stuff like, uh, you know, I don't know how many of them have played. And it's kind of just like us, like people that are giving their opinions on what they see. Some of them I swear the only thing they watch are the highlights and read the, you know, like the stats. Like I, I so this, honestly, but um, my question is one of the things that have been a factor in multiple teams seasons are the refs and some of the calls that have been called. And it's not just one or two, it's constant. And especially with Nikola Jokic, he has been ejected. I think what, two times, three times this season, uh, you know, Draymond's been suspended three times a season. Um, we've seen, I think Joel was suspended. Giannis has been suspended twice now. Like it's just getting out of hand. And, uh, with Jokic specifically, he barely breathed and he was ejected. And I just want to know, like, do you think there's anything deeper going on here or are the refs just, are they being told like, don't put up with anything because Jokic did nothing, Jay. He did Mm -hmm. nothing. He maybe gave a look, like rolled his eyes or, Oh, you know, Luca does that on a day in day. He's costly. So why do some players get away with it? But Nikola Jokic, a two-time MVP and MVP and NBA championship Mm -hmm. champion, you're going to eject him. Like, is there no respect for Mm -hmm. like leniency while like other players just get away with it? Well, let's 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 add some context to this age. Well, for, we'll, we'll we'll rewind the clock back to when he got ejected. He got tossed in the second quarter, yep. so it wasn't like like we got late in the game. Mm-hmm. It was at the end of the fourth. We were late in the fourth quarter, and the ref was tired of listening to him. No, yep. he got ejected. We're talking about I think the best player in the league. Yep. We're talking about the best player in the league getting thrown out of the game in the second quarter. Yeah, that's I feel like that's planned. Because these officials understand what they're here to do, right? Understand what they're here to do. You are not the show. These guys are the show. They they involve you in the game. You don't involve yourself in the game. They involve you in the game. When Joker got tossed, that call previous to that, right, on the block, Joker gets to the basket, and Joker felt like he got fouled. And in the process of that, he's running back on defense, and he got on the ref about it. He got on the ref about it. Whatever he said to the ref, apparently the ref didn't like. Now, I don't know that it warranted, H, I don't know that it warranted him getting tossed. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that it warranted him getting tossed. But we're in an age, like I just said, where everybody wants to be seen. Mm-hmm. That doesn't negate refs. Them too. Yeah. They want to be a part of the game too. And that was, that's what separates the good refs from the best refs, guys that want to be seen, guys that want to make themselves a part of the game. You have to now explain why you threw the best player in the NBA out of the game in the second quarter. You got to explain that now. Yeah, what but, did but he you say to you? But the, but then you cry about load management, but you're ejecting the best players in the league over and over and over. Like, what is it? Make up your mind, Adam Silver. Like, it's actually it's getting to a bad point. 
it's well, been, been Adam, Adam Adam Silver doesn't have anything to do with the officials. The officials are governed by somebody completely different. They got their own there's a supervisor of officials. There's people that 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 they talk to. Um, I think Joey Crawford in, in Joey Crawford got like 39, almost 40 years on as an NBA referee. I think he's on that. Uh, I, I think he's on that panel. But okay. with that, but but with that being said, these guys, these officials, they get themselves in trouble because they involve themselves in the game. They don't have to involve themselves in the game. Joker is going to involve you in the game. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Do not worry about involving yourself. Embiid is going to involve you in the game. Embiid plays around the basket. I promise you, H. Giannis is going to involve you in the game. Yeah, don't, I, worry. don't Don't you worry about that. He is going to involve you in the game. You do not have to involve yourself because that's where you get yourself in trouble by yeah. blowing phantom whistles, by blowing phantom calls. Because what happens now, H, when you do that, now I have to continue doing that. That's yeah. the pace of the game, right? Not only is that the, not the pace of the game, but now – that's the standard of the game now. When I start the game, the first two minutes, and I blow a foul on Joker, now I got to stay consistent with that. That foul in the, in the first quarter, that now has to be the same foul in the fourth quarter. I don't get to do that. I don't get to pick and choose when I want to blow the whistle. No, that's not the way that works, yeah. right? That is not the way that works. So I feel like these refs are human, just like anybody else. And because of the time that we live in, they feel the need to involve themselves in the game more than they have to. And it gets them in trouble way more than they should. Now we know more about that referee in that Chicago Bulls game than we know about what actually happened in the game. Right. Who is that referee? That's really not – that's – when I used to ref H, I don't want you to know who I am. Yeah. That's you do rep. not need to know me. You ain't come here to see me. Yeah. You came here to see them. You do not need to know who I am. No. Well, you know what's scary, too, is we live in an age where, like – um like people are crazy and like they'll like that's why none of these refs have social media but like people will find your address and like get angry enough like so I i'm not saying like to like threaten them but more so like do your job well because the nba like what's the gatekeeper between the players and and vegas it's the refs they have the control in some of these games that's the gateway between vegas and them making or losing money and the nba is refs and i don't think we talk about that enough and we know for a fact there have been dirty refs and what happened to them one of them got away i mean he 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 was you know he stepped away right. and there we there's still one that we have been has been named that's still refing today and nothing happens so i'm just over it but all that to say guys uh enough conspiracies for me um yeah, it's just it, I just don't want to see the game get ruined. There is a, a actually a video going around Twitter yesterday, and it was interesting because I saw multiple NBA players and like you know and like guys that are in the the space commenting. But there was a video of a kid. I think it was I don't even think it was college troops. I think it was high school. But this kid's like playing a game, and then he of course somebody's filming, and he takes a phone call mid game, and he's like dribbling dribbling and he shoots the ball and he's just acting all cool and um everybody was just commenting like what an embarrassment of our game that you're you're taking phone calls and like acting like everybody's just about the flash and the next clout chase and the next like how many views can i get with this and and i just think we're losing such an appreciation for the game for one another like i don't know it's just sad to see yeah. so yeah absolutely 
I don't know. But uh, let me make sure we don't have any more super. Ch- oh yeah, we, we a, do we have got, a few. We got, we got a couple more super chats. Yes, we do. All right, we get these, and then yeah, you guys, we're actually gonna jump off a half an hour early tonight. We got football, and um, and the next show will be on soon. So, mm-hmm. uh, Reggie Reg, hi Haley, enjoyed the latest Spider Verse movie. So, where did you see the Lakers come playoff time? I see them out in the second round. What say you? I think that they could be back in the Western Conference Championship again. I think that they're. I think with the the road with the Lakers, I think it's all about matchups with them. And if somebody could do away, if somebody could do away with Denver, I think they could get to the NBA Finals. But if they have to play the Denver Nuggets, I just think the Joker is just too much. And the way that that Denver Nuggets team, right, that the the the, the way that that Denver Nuggets team is playing with Joker, the yeah. way that they were playing last year, they were a juggernaut. And to be able to get back, to be able to get back to that, I just think that's a bad matchup for the Lakers. I feel yeah. like that's one of those I feel like that's one of those things. I feel like that's one of those things where if you look at the if you look at the Lakers and you look at their makeup, I don't think that there's another team in the Western Conference in a seven game series that I don't think that I, I don't think that there's a team in the Western Conference in a seven game series that they can't be outside outside of the Denver Nuggets. I think that's a terrible matchup for them. Terrible. Even the Wolves? It, even the reason why I feel like even even the, with the with the Minnesota Timberwolves, I'm just not sure about Cat. Yeah, that's yeah, why because yeah. I've, I've seen I've seen Cat in the playoffs. <laughs> I've seen Cat in 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 second in in the second half of I think H for his career in the playoffs, for his career in the playoffs in the second half, I think he's averaging five points and four rebounds for his career in the second half of playoff games. That's what you're getting out of Cat. I believe that. That's because he always fouls out by yes. the end of the third. That's why. That, that, that's what you're getting yeah. from him for his yeah. career, right? Yeah. That's what you're getting. And really quickly, H, hey, Sharky, just so you know, you want me to respond to you? Just so you know, Joel Embiid, you mentioned that his touches, right? You're leaving out the fact that he's got a 28, he's got a 26 and 8 guy on his crew. He's got another 18 a game guy on his crew. He's got all of these other guys. He's got Melton playing. So with in addition to what he's doing, he also has really good players on his crew. Luca, on the other hand, no Irv in the lineup. He's got a rookie five man. Not only does he have a rookie five man, he's going, he's uh, what is Luca, 30 or 31 a game? And they're a top three seed. They're a top three seed in the Western Conference right now with Luca on that roster. So kill that logic about what Joel Embiid is doing. I ain't fighting it, but when you talk about a guy being more valuable to his team's success, take Joker, take, I'm sorry, take Luca off the Dallas Mavericks. They Charlotte. That's, That's who they are. They are Charlotte. Cook they at the bottom of the East. Take Joel Embiid off of Philly. Yeah. I still think that I, I still think that they're competitive. So kill that. Um, Reggie Reg, if LBJ is juicing, it's gonna come out one day. Yeah, that's it, true. It, it, Everything it, always comes out, but it's like Is it is it though, H? I think is every it? I mean, look what Carl Malone, I hate to bring it up, like Carl Malone or like look at all the things we Steve right. Kerr, like all these things come out later. Right. I I don't think I don't know. I think people talk, it's just like if if it happened now, whoever says anything, bro, your right. life is done. Like you're done. If oh, you absolutely. You, yeah. You, you saw what happened with Barry Bonds and and, and uh, I forgot dude name. He went to jail. He he won't talk. Yeah. He went to jail. Yeah. He's like I'm, you're not getting anything yeah. out of me. I promise pitching. you that. 
You're yeah. not getting, you're not getting anything out of me. I'm going to, I'll go to jail. And he kept getting his pockets lined and yeah. it never came out from him. That's not to say that it, it, it never came out from somebody else, but from him, it never came out. Absolutely not. And to yeah. Brandon, just so you know, you want to talk about, you want to talk about Lucas defense. Meanwhile, Steph Curry is winning league MVPs in back-to-back seasons. H, can you tell me when you saw Steph Curry on the, on the all league defensive team? I'd love to hear that from you. <laughs> can you please tell me that? When you saw no, Steph Curry, and, and I don't be here. How, how, how about how about how about in 2018 when James Harden averaged 36 a game? Did you see James Harden on the All League defensive team? How good was James Harden as a defender? Give me a break with this dumb logic. Kill, they just, kill they it. just want to be noticed. Just kill like it. we've been talking kill about. it. Just kill it. This show is about chill. This this show is fluid and chill. So yeah, that's what we're doing. Us, All you dudes do. Is you dudes come here and you think that you cooking somebody when all we here to do is just talk about daily events. Beat it already, Brandon. Go get your own thing. <laughs> Give me a break. Read it. Get out of here. Oh, man, you guys. Uh, Leaf, damn, Sister Haley on the conspiracy hunt. Hmm, maybe Leaf. Uh, I can't. Oh, ain't so crazy. Well, Leaf, I don't know about all of that, but now remember H yeah. who you're talking to because Leaf is a big time conspiracy. I know he is. I know he yes, is. Yes, he is. But he's, he's a big Leaf he's like a on a different level than me. Yes, he's a big time conspiracy theorist. That's who Leaf is. Leaf is convinced that the league is about, you know, narratives and, and pushing other people forward and stuff like that. So it's all about it's it's everything is though. Like that's a thing, Jay. I I, I think it bothers me because I've Every single thing we do, the food we eat, the TV we watch, everything is bought and paid for. And so it's just like you have to look deeper into like what all goes on. And it's scary. Like the deeper you look into things, the scarier it gets. But mm -hmm. yeah, W Leaf. Um, Reg, Reg, by the way, Haley, you're getting a call from Clutch. <laughs> H is not down with Clutch Sports. No, she isn't. So kill that. No, she isn't. <laughs> I said too much. Um, mm -hmm. Sorry, Adam. Okay, double P. Completely different sport, but what does? Oh, why does no one question Tom Brady? I could be biased to LeBron, but this guy cares about his body, as we already know. Now True. here's the thing, and 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 Brady again, like James, is an anomaly because H. Did we see Drew Brees at age forty? wasn't very good, was he? How about how about Brett Favre? What did Brett Favre look after age forty? Not so much, huh? Yeah, but 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 Tom Brady, on the other hand, he still was a top five quarterback in the game. Now, just like James doing what he's doing, I think that guys like James, I think guys like 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 Tom Brady, I think those guys are anomalies. I do. I think that those those guys aren't every day, but because we see in what we see in from James, it's pretty difficult to to not question it. We have to, we have to question it because. Come on. Like, like literally biologically, your body changes and like the, the chemicals, hormones that your body continues to make, your muscle mass, like those things change. There's no way that I, I guess there is a way. I mean, who knows? Uh, Tom Brady's a little bit more like, oh, I don't know about Tom Brady, but I, I think LeBron, <laughs> like I think the way they did care for their body and the millions and millions of dollars they poured into their health, I think, I think, uh, I think that helps them long term. So Anyways, you guys, we are going to sign off 
for tonight. Um, thank you guys for joining us. It was a good show. Fluent should be back next week. I think we have a guest coming on either next week or the following week. So uh, it should be a good one. But yeah, if you guys have any conspiracies or questions you guys do want us to touch on, um, just comment it under this video. Please get the likes up too before you jump off. It helps us a ton um, to get this out. And yeah, any last thoughts, Jay? Drink water. Put a suit on. Don't drink and drive. Hey, man, call your mother, yo. Call your yeah. mother. Call yeah. your mother. And until then, take it light. But take it. Bye, you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs>